it's not like yeah. it proves we're not like a a big production obviously not <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> um, but anyway, let's get into our show now. So, hello everyone, and welcome to Hiding in the Garage. I am Corey, and this is Austin. What up, y'all? And uh, we have it's not controversial. I don't think it's as controversial as last week. Um, but while we're talking about last week, I do want to say thank you, everybody, who listened to the show and reached out and said like you guys did a good job. I didn't have any bad feedback, honestly. I think everything that I heard. Uh, was good everybody that i talked yeah. to liked it yeah yeah so i was pretty stoked on the, you know the fact that people actually listen to it yeah definitely <laughs> uh, that was, was i wasn't <laughs> expecting a lot of feedback on our first episode but that's, you know, that's the most exciting that's... thing is people like sat down and listened to it which i think that now's a weird time for podcasts as well because people aren't going to work like they used to like a lot of people are working from home and like whenever i was going to work or at work like that's when i listened to my podcast the most uh, and so yeah. I feel that podcast listening is probably down as it is, but, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. We got a bunch of new followers on the Instagram. So obviously you guys are listening all the way to the end of the episode, which is good. Uh, we need at least, yeah. uh, I think it's 80% to count as a listen. So just listen to that 80% That's... and then you guys can shut it off. If you're tired of hearing us talk, let's get <laughs> us to that 80% and we're good. Yeah. Go. We don't know exactly what minute mark that is, but, uh, we'll do some research on this one and make sure to let you know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll you, do you, the you math. Can, you can stop listening now. Yeah. And you're good. And you can shut it off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, thank you guys. We do honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, we really do appreciate it because this is fun for us. I like doing this. I want to keep doing it. And, um, if you guys are listening, then, you know, that's, that's why we keep doing it. So thank you. Thank uh, you. but today this is more of an advice column. I feel this episode, it's like an advice slash, um, oh, man, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's uh, hard. It's, it's hard it to hard. do, to set boundaries, uh, with relatives, is. which is what we're talking about. Um, right. Because like you, you know, you, I feel most people respect their parents to, uh, to an extent, obviously, um, the political climate uh, is what it is right now. And so mm-hmm. my dad and I have some pretty severe disagreements on uh, mostly everything that has to do with <laughs> politics. I'd say like 90%, except for like owning a gun. Other than owning that, gun. my dad's yeah. like, we're polar right, that's opposites. My, that's my favorite part about like people's ideas of like Democrats or, you know, whatever you want, like liberals or whatever. I mean, you know there's there's an extreme side to each oh uh, yeah absolutely political party but i mean that's one thing that i feel like republicans get wrong about democrats like i own a gun like i think everybody should own a gun like absolutely it's not it's not not that big of a deal but the problem is like i mean we can get into this if we want to but yeah let's let's touch on it so we get so we can weed everybody out (laughs) so i feel like um you know the problem you know is uh with, with republicans is that they feel like oh you know it's a, it's not the guns that kill people it's a it's a mental health you know issue mm-hmm. and my my favorite comeback to that is oh okay so you agree that that people should have access uh, access yeah exactly better access to to be able to be screened for these problems these issues these mental health no, issues no well, i didn't yeah. know they no 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 oh so you think it should be free so you think it should be like widely accessible to help stop this and combat <laughs> this problem no 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 no. i didn't say all that no no yeah and then they free, start but, they backpedal yeah, so fast like okay that's cool man you know uh, no but do i think that that um everybody should own you know uh, a pistol or or something to 
like a shotgun or a pistol protect themselves or with yeah or protect their homes with it's something that i'm not going to carry out my pistol you know i don't i don't feel like the need to do that at least right now i mean if i did then sure but yeah um i feel like eventually it'll be the wild wild west if we're going back to that kind of mindset mm-hmm. um, you know but i don't want i'm not here to say oh yeah we should take all your guns now you know there's people out there that collect shit that you know, obviously you've seen beyond the military. I just don't think that that's, that's a big suitable uh, for everyday civilian <laughs> use. Yeah. Those are big quotation marks around quotation marks around collect. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. That's just us voicing our opinion. I own a gun. I have a shotgun upstairs. I have it to protect my home. I don't have an AR 15 because I don't feel it's necessary. And also I don't have a thousand dollars to spend on a gun, um, <laughs> which is probably the main reason I don't have one. <laughs> Likewise, they're cool to look at. Uh, yeah, they're they're sick. They're fun to shoot, but uh, a thousand bucks, man, that's like almost my rent. So uh, I'm good on that for now. Um, but no, I thought you were rich, dude. Last episode, you said you were. Rich. Oh no, you're the guy with the cricket. You're the rich guy. You're the guy uh, who has the yes, sticker maker. We're both yes. wealthy. It's fine. We're shout both. Out, shout out to our sponsor, Cricket, for sending me a free. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish <laughs> one episode in, we have sponsors sending us stuff already. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. We'll get you. We'll get you an AR-15 through your sponsor, Steve. Don't worry. I don't want that. I don't want that on record. Please don't tell them I'm getting guns through a sponsorship. It's <laughs> kidding. kidding. Next, next thing you know, the NRA is going to be. Can we cut that shit out? Can we cut it out? Can we cut it out? But no. Today we're talking about dealing with uh, difficult relatives and setting boundaries with those relatives, which is not an easy feat. Definitely not an easy thing to do. Um, because, like I said, you. I think most of us respect our parents to an extent and you don't want to tell them like, don't do this with my kid because I don't like it. And then obviously they're going to disagree because we parent a lot differently than our parents did. All right. And so, um, Oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, man, I thankfully, you know, this episode, I'm not going to have a lot of feedback. Um, I don't, I don't really have that issue. I, I can think of a few circumstances in which, um, I've had some questionable things said to me as regard in regards to my son. Um, but we'll touch on that. But yeah, I mean, my, my mother, uh, is kind of on the same side, the same political spectrum. Well, you so, are very um, lucky, my we, friend. We, yeah. We share this, a, a lot of the same views, which is surprising because of the times that she grew up in mm-hmm. and, you know, and her parents being as they were, which just proves to me how far a person can come from from which they were raised you know i think i'm a firm believer in the fact that like racism only exists in this world because it's still taught absolutely Um, no one is born a racist (laughs) absolutely not so you know obviously they have to learn it from somewhere and um my mom you know definitely broke that uh that chain and so um you know she's the sweetest person in the world and of course everyone's gonna say that about their parents but i genuinely mean that i mean she doesn't she she'll take care of anybody and um you know, I just have nothing but nice things to say about her. So I won't be touching on her on this, this, uh, <laughs> any, uh, yeah, as far as my father goes, I didn't, I didn't really know him much. Um, yeah, same here. So, that, that, uh, he, I mean, you know, when I he, said my dad, I meant my stepdad, uh, I see. not I see. my real dad. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, and when uh, we say, when we say racist, we're not really, we're, we're saying that because, as you all are aware, that's pretty much ingrained into the political climate now that if you support one side or if you support the other, one side is definitely more racist than the other side, even no matter how much they deny it. Um, and yeah. we don't necessarily want to get into politics, but you sort of have to talking about this kind of stuff just for context. 
No, yeah, I think like it's you know it's such a big part of oh it has been such a big part of our lives you know leading up to the 2016 election. I think you know everyone was like oh I'm so tired of hearing about politics, politics this and that you know and in reality it's like it's good that young people are talking about it. Yeah, because we were able to turn things around because everybody got involved. So yeah, you know and so um, like you said you know. That's a, it's a deep discussion, but I think it's a discussion that, you know, you, you end up having to have with your family, um, you know, whether or not you mean to or not, you're going to be watching TV together or watching a show together or something's going to happen in passing. Someone's going to say something mm-hmm. and someone's going to blurt out an opinion. It happens all the time when you're with a gathering of people, no matter if it's your family or just a big friends group or something, you know, like it's going to be talked about and, um, you know, really whether you want to or not, like it's just going to you kind of just get sucked into the conversation yeah no absolutely you get you kind of have to take the bait if you will um and i i'm guilty of i love i love to take the bait i love it (laughs) i love Um, the argument it it fuels me um something carnal within me deep within me um but there was a circumstance just and this doesn't really have anything to do with the family member because it was just a passing uh stranger in an um in the grocery store when we went the other day uh but it was just my wife um Brittany and my son salem and myself and we were at kroger we were walking down the aisle and which had ice cream nice uh, we're trying to figure out what we wanted uh right but we we're all masked up you know uh myself Brittany, and salem all masked up mm-hmm. uh which is just a piece of cloth on your face if anyone thinks it's anything else it's not like a fucking uh night armor that we have to put on our heads or anything like that it's not you know, a political it's statement a it's just a very small piece of cloth so we're walking down this aisle and it's literally just us in the aisle and this guy kind of comes out of nowhere wearing this big bright red usmc hat right you can see it from a fucking mile away jesus christ which is cool you know like all right cool hey like be proud I, you know, of what you've I, done but i know where this yeah, is going yeah i'm i'm not uh, you know, I'm not here to say um, I don't appreciate your service. You know, service members are, are um, you know, brave people that, that do what they do to protect, you know, our lands. Uh, whether or not, you know, the powers that be behind them have the best interest in mind is another story. But, um, I, you know, obviously he came up and um, over in the overheads, Kroger was saying, you know, please wear your mask, mask up, Delta stuff, you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Just harmless stuff. Um and he kind of made a gesture, looked at me and my wife in Salem, who are all masked up, and he wasn't, of course, uh, saying, oh, the Delta variant. What good is putting a mask on if you can also get infected? And I'm like, dude. It's not what the, what? Like, do you, <laughs> I'm like, dude, do you understand, like, basic, <laughs> like, biology? And also, do you just like have, have not anything? Do you not have anything better to do? Like, just oh, dude. shut he, up. He was by himself. Just like, he shut was up. By himself. No <laughs> like, wife, no kid, which is probably yeah, because they probably um, don't want to go to the grocery store with him because he harasses people. Why that's the case? Yeah, yeah, you know. And so, you know, he wanted me to take the bait, man. He threw it out there just right next to me, and you know, Brittany is good about just ignoring shit, so she she kept walking on. But I had to take it, and oh, I was God. like, dude. I said, look. I said, do you? are you aware of like why this is happening? Because people like you who don't take it seriously and are remaining unvaccinated, give the virus a chance to continue to mutate into these different things mm-hmm. and render the, you know, the efficacy of the original vaccine pretty much useless. Eventually it will come to that. And, and what did he uh, say? 
Oh, nothing. He was just saying, "Oh, it's just a bunch of bullshit." All they want to do is just talk. Oh yeah, talk just regurgitated. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Well, I served in the Marines, and and I, I worked in uh, biology, and I, you know, I have a master's in it." And I was like, "All right, cool." I don't believe so, any of that. Um, yeah, I was like, "All right, man, that's that's really cool. I mean, I appreciate your service." Um, but I was like, you know, one thing that I can guarantee you probably said in your lifetime is that you would die for your country. You know, it's like why aren't you doing that with just like wearing a mask? You know, you would do anything for your country, fighting for your country, which I respect on the same token, when you're here in the States, like wear a mask maybe to protect your country. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't seem to life, connect those two, you know? And so I was just like, I was kind of taken aback and I was like, dude, I, I really don't have the time. And then he started talking about smallpox and polio. What? Yeah. Two the things, things that were eradicated by a vaccine. Yes, by vaccines. <laughs> he was like, well, there's breakthrough cases of them. I was like, here in the States? He was like, sometimes. He was like, definitely overseas in different countries. And I was like, yeah, probably because we vaccinate everyone at birth to avoid those things. Yeah. Uh, that and also, it's weird because whenever he was in the military, I know for a 100% fact, he got every vaccine that was available at the time. Because guess what? I was also in the military and I walked yeah. down an aisle of needles and was stuck in both my arms like 20 times. So, yeah. yeah, you get every shot imaginable in the military. So I just, I don't, I don't understand the logic. And for those of you listening that are like, how does this connect to like the family stuff, uh, dealing with family members and stuff? Y'all have a family member like that. I Everybody somewhere does. down the line. And that guy has a family. So mm -hmm. maybe that, that that's a stretch, but hey, that connects, right? There's a little bit of a connection there. <laughs> your arms episode. hurt right now from all this reaching that you're doing, or are you good? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, my arms are actually incredibly toned, so they don't really, they don't really hurt. That okay, much. well, no, Ever. great. You look great last time I saw you. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. You wore a tank top for me. I appreciate it. That's that. right. <laughs> it was amazing. Thank you so much. I did wear a tank top. I you forgot did. about that. Uh, but no, I think it connects because I feel that most of the stuff that I'm going to talk about is politically fueled by my family because i i care about politics to the point where i don't want people suffering that don't need to suffer as far as like injustices and things like that but i'm not super involved so it doesn't it doesn't engulf my life that might sound selfish it might sound bad but i don't spend every waking moment paying attention to what's going on in politics um and not because it like doesn't have anything to do with me it's just that I, it's, I don't know, it's, it's draining, it's depressing, it just, I don't know, and that might sound selfish, it might sound bad, but that's just my honest opinion on it, and I'm sure there's other people listening that feel the same way, I don't think everybody wakes up and is checking, you know, the New York Post or CNET or whatever other publication and being like what's going on in the polit political world today i don't think anybody's doing yeah. that unless you're like you're, you're gonna you're gonna hear about it one way or the other though yeah, yeah. i mean yeah i read the I'm news better. but i'm not like yeah. i'm not yeah. actively involved i guess is the way to say it but i but my dad and my family on that side they seem to think that they're in a political science class most of the time and so they project those or not project, but they like push those thoughts onto us whenever we're around. Luckily, we don't live close, so we not we don't get a whole lot of it. And when I see my dad, usually he'll calm down, he'll chill. But once he starts drinking, uh, he gets a bit uh, political, and uh, that's not really the best time to have an argument with anyone when they're drunk. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. So I just think it comes back to not necessarily setting boundaries with your kids, but 
setting boundaries for yourself, which is not always easy to be like, hey, man, I don't want to talk about this. Like, this never ends well. There's no reason to talk about it. And I've said those exact words to my dad. And honestly, it never works. He just keeps going or he finds some other way to circle back to it. And it's like, why do you want to talk about it so much? Like, start a podcast if you want to talk about it so much. Like, you don't need to talk to me about it. I don't want to hear... I know your opinions. I know how you feel. You think I'm dumb uh, for thinking the way I think, and that's fine. But I'm up. I'm up for political discourse. Uh, but I I will admit that I usually um, I'm very hot headed in any situation. See, I'm not. I'm like overly logical to the point where I'm like, oh yeah. See, I wish I could be like you, and I'm trying. You I'm don't trying. want to. It's an emotionless uh, life. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like, you know, I have discussions with my, with my friends mostly on this topic and you know stuff. And, um, I'm usually the one that kind of takes it somewhere that it really doesn't need to go. Oh, cool. Um, That's good to know. But, though. I'm, but, I, but I'm always right. That's, oh, of course. Right. Absolutely. You come with so maybe, peer reviewed maybe. cited sources and such. Yeah. That might have something to do with it. Oh, but, I'm glad I didn't no, push. Have, I'm glad I didn't I push you on friends. the Paw Patrol topic the other day. Oh, uh, um, yeah, that's that's another that's another topic. Wait, let's not get into it. I don't want to argue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, let's not do that. Uh, so, no, for me, like, you know, I, I I would I would love to be able to sit down and have a rational discourse with someone. You know, I think that's um, that's important. But the further along, I mean, I guess it just depends on how how far gone I, they are. Um, that or the kind of information that they they think is actual and bring to me. Um, you know, well, I think rational is a big, it, how, a big part. Of how it. I react to that is always like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? You know, yeah. like, this is your source. This is what you, and at that point I just can't take them seriously, even though I should really step back and, and, uh, be able to be a little bit more, um, I guess logical understanding. And, yeah. I just have some nuance, right. With like, okay, well, that's how you think. Here's how, you know, maybe I can coerce you to think this way or something to that effect. So what you're saying is you need to, you need to listen to listen and not listen to speak. Is that the phrase? How does it go? Maybe. You know what I'm talking about? That sounds cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, sure. Sure. Basically saying like you should listen to what they're saying instead of like waiting for your time to talk. But just like last episode, I'll, I'll also repeat just, I just, I know everything. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I hung out with you for a day and I just was like, wow, this guy <laughs> is just the greatest no, parent, I, the greatest man I've ever met. <laughs> my friend my friend Michael is very good at just being able to think and, and act in a logical way, not necessarily driven by emotion mm-hmm. to discuss topics. And he feels, you know, we, we have the same like kind of political, uh, you know, views. Uh, but when it comes to arguing with, with any of our or just discussions with any of our other friends who might not um he's always a little bit better than it than i am i'll say a little bit actually he's he's way better than it um than i am so it's been really difficult to not make this like an entirely political episode you're right all right <laughs> it's been hard to do that because it just keeps coming back to because like i said that's but I like, feel like that's that's our only problem that's my only problem with anyone um you know, family-wise, I think that if there wasn't a discussion on politics or sides on politics, uh, or, or you know, I feel like everybody would get along. Kind of shit, yeah, we 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 wouldn't have anything to 
to really complain about. Uh, um, but really quick, I do have a story from a listener. Uh, someone reached out to me with a story. I'm not going to say her name. She asked me not to say her name. Uh, but I am going to call. But I am going to tell you guys what happened. Um, Can we and, give her a nickname? Yes, we will call her. I don't know. Do you have anything funny you can think of? We'll call her. What if we call her Hank? No, 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 no. We're going to call her Ligma. Ligma what? <laughs> we have know, children. We're we'll, adults. We'll, 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 keep, we'll keep that a mystery. We can't say her last name, dude. Her first name is just Ligma. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so Ligma reached out to me. Hi, Ligma. Um, and she told me about uh, a time. So she has three kids, okay? And one of them is with another guy. Um, and she's married now. So she has two kids with this guy she's married to now. We'll call him Jeff. Uh, so she has two kids with Jeff. One one kid with other guy. Other guy's not... He's in the picture, but he doesn't like... I haven't seen him in like years. Um, and so he's 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 around his kid. Don't get me wrong. He, he He's around his kid. Um, and so Ligma and her husband... I'm going to find you if you are. I'm going to find you if you are. <laughs> and we will... We will kill you. Literally. Take care of your kids. So Ligma, her husband, and her three kids went to Jeff's mom's house, uh, which would be uh, her mother-in-law. And Is Jeff his real name? No. I, I'm i not going to say his real name. His real name is Sugma. Sek- Sugma? <laughs> okay. Sugma. Sugma. Ligma okay. and Sugma. Ligma and Sugma go to Sugma's mom's house. And okay. the boys are roughhousing, playing around like boys do. Um, and so the mother-in-law was like, she saw them roughhousing and then she was trying to break it up. And I guess she grabbed the stepchild's arm more rough than she grabbed the other kid's arm. And I will say I've lived this specifically as a stepchild. And I'm going to talk about that after I tell her story. And so she grabbed him like, um, kids arms are short. So she grabbed him like on his like bicep area and just like yanked him like hard, like worse than the other kids. Um, and so she was like, she's like, you know, she didn't, she was kind of in shock. Like she didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to say to her mother-in-law because obviously that's a heated situation. Um, and she told me, I know she feels like she should have said something. Obviously I feel like most of us. Mm-hmm. Um, after an event happens, we're like, well, I should have said this, or I should have done this. No, and I, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I'm like, man, I shouldn't have done that. Whew, well, I, uh, most of us are the other way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so I think that she kind of did what most people would do. And she just kind of was like, you know, maybe she didn't mean it that way. She was kind of justifying it. And she says that if, maybe if she had like said something or done something different, then that boundary would be set. And so I guess now she has to like wait for something else to happen where she can set that boundary. And so, uh, yeah, it's I don't like she could just come up to her like months after the fact. Yeah. Like, hey, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know how you would even set that boundary. I feel like you would assume that your relative is not going to be essentially abusing your child right in front of you or at yeah, all. No, there should, there's, there should be no point in time where another family member, unless you trust, unless that kid trusts that family member, like they're with her all the time, you know, like, for instance, like Salem with my mom or Salem with Brittany's mom, like I, I would, I would give them a pass to discipline. Um, but we don't even hit. So we don't then again, I, 
yeah, we don't spank, we don't hit, we don't do nothing like that. So, but I, I expect like a stern, Hey, you're going to timeout, you know, Hey, you know, go to the corner something to that effect from them, from anyone that like my kids only around during holidays. Like if a random uncle did it, I'd be yeah, like, yo dude, no. like you need to back yeah, the, the heck up. Yeah. <laughs> like you and that, that should just go without saying like, Oh, I'm going to let your parents handle that. And that's just common courtesy. You know, yeah, absolutely. if I'm at, if I'm at a get together, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, if one of my buddies' kids acting up, I'm gonna say, "Hey, I'm gonna go tell your dad." Yeah, just you know, like if I was at I, your I might, house, I might say that. Yeah. And Salem was doing something, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna discipline him like I discipline Noah. I'm not gonna. Well, I mean, I, right? I don't, I don't like yell at Noah, so I don't really know what I would do. But right. I'm, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, man, like, I'm gonna go get your dad," or like, "When your dad gets back, I'm gonna have to tell him what you did," and he's not gonna be happy mm-hmm. with you, kind of thing. I'm not gonna discipline someone else's kid. They're not my kids. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, so, is this was this was Sugma's mom? Is, is this Sugma's mom? Yes, this is husband's that, okay. mom. So Sugma's mom. So, uh, what is she like involved in the kid's life? Like a lot? Or? I don't think I don't what I don't that? know the context of like how how much they're around her, but I don't think yeah. it's. It sounds to me like it's not to the point where she feels comfortable That's, to say something to the mother-in-law. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, sure. To I mean, like, I think something. I I, I think. Uh, you know, a little bit of my advice, at least in that regard, would just be that next time, you know, y'all are all over there together, just make it a point to, um, m- you know, show Sugma's mom uh, how you would like your kid to be talked to. Or, you know, even if you're, gr- if you're granting, if you're going to grant her the ability to like discipline your kid, make she sure she's in how. the same room yeah. and take, you know, yeah, take control of that situation. You know, don't let anybody else, you know, do it for you. I know it's kind of difficult because it's a, it's a family member, you know, it's Sugma's mom, it's your husband's mom. Uh, and you don't want to like create a, yeah, you don't, you definitely don't want to do that, but it, it should go without saying that it should be left to the, to the parent for discipline, especially if they're in the same room, you know, or in the same household. But, um, I do, I do want to disagree with what you said earlier about not bringing it up later. I think it would be fine to bring it up. Honestly, I think if you sat her down one-on-one, maybe with your husband and you were like i mean if he agrees i don't know uh, a lot about the guy yeah, so. I'm, I'm sure she talked to her husband about it so yeah i mean you're right i was just I, I wasn't saying to not do it i was just saying it might be awkward even might be make it even more awkward yeah to like be like hey this thing that happened months ago i've been holding on to it you know like i need it to depends not on, do that anymore yeah it depends on what kind of person she is and you know obviously your husband should be incredibly <laughs> understanding of the situation i'm sure he is um you know, and if you feel the need to open that dialogue with her, then yeah, like you said, you know, I, I do agree that um, talking to her about it could could definitely help lay that foundation. Definitely. Um, and if you need a second or third opinion on what to tell her, we're definitely here. Um, and we can give you our advice on how we feel about it. Again, we're not experts. You have more kids than I do. You've been a parent longer than me, but you know, we have, we might have different uh, ideas on how to, what to say and you know, what not to say. So if you feel like you want to talk about it more then yeah, definitely reach out again. It was uh, a, it was nice getting a listener uh, story. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do have a personal story that kind of has stuck with me for a while now. So um, as I mentioned earlier, I never really, I mean, you know, I've met my dad, you know, I never really got to know him. <clears throat> you know, there was a few times where he would come and pick us up, so on and so forth, but that's not, that's a whole different story. But like, um, I, when we were young, my brother and I, my little brother, we would, uh, we actually took a trip out. His, his sister's name is Sharon. And uh, she was always been 
awesome to us. You know, she kind of like her and her husband could never have kids, so you know she she wanted to pour her love out to 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 us and you know to any other young family members that she could that she could. So mm-hmm. we went up and we spent like I don't know maybe it was like a week two weeks with her one time. She was always really cool. We go camping and just do whatever. And uh, so we became Facebook friends, you know, later on in life. And uh, we we had Salem, right? So we obviously we post about that all the time. And she was like, hey, I would love to meet Salem. We're gonna be in Galveston, you know, on this day. And this was in Salem was maybe like a few months old, I wanna say, maybe he was like three, four, five months old. Um, and I was like, yeah, of course, I would love for you to meet my son. That's awesome. Like, let's do it. And so this is your dad went, that wanted to meet him? No, 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 this is my my dad's sister. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, my dad passed away in January of 2017. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so she, you know, she she took that really, really hard because that was her younger brother. And, you know, she spent a lot of her time trying to fix him and help him and, mm-hmm. you know, do for him and love for him. Um, but he just had his own demons, you know. So she um, she ended up coming down with my uncle Ron, her husband, and we went to lunch. And uh, it was my, my, I think it was my brother, um, Brittany, myself, my mom, Salem her and ron and you know she just wanted to like you know hug salem the whole time hold him the whole time you know and uh which i thought was great i thought was awesome and you know i'm all about family love you know so um but one thing she said to me stuck out to me and i'm it sucks because i'm gonna have to hide this episode from her because i did not want to offend her by any means (laughs) and i and i still i haven't talked to her at all about this and i Maybe I should, maybe I should take advice, like your advice that you said earlier and just bring this up. But one thing she said to me and the whole table, got really quiet was she said, I wish your dad was here to meet Salem. And I said, you know, that's, that's a pretty normal thing to say. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, yeah, you know, um, and she says, I think this would, would have really changed him. Mm-hmm. And dude, I sat back like in my chair and I was like, what? yeah, like why? I don't know. Maybe she didn't mean anything by it, but it was so weird to say that. Like that's such a weird thing to say to your brother's son. Yeah, it kind of makes your, it his, sound like was actual, I not good enough to change exactly, him? Exactly. His actual son. His both of his only <laughs> sons were sitting at the table, both of which he completely abandoned. Jesus. You know? Yeah, um, that's. And, I mean, and, give and her the benefit of the claim, doubt. I don't. Yeah, yeah. She's a sweetheart. Don't get me wrong, but. It, maybe it was a slip of the tongue, but you know, people say what they feel, and you know, to say that to me, maybe maybe to like somebody else or something like that, sure. But like to say that to his son, the one that he didn't change for, like, oh, maybe maybe his grandson would change it. Like, dude, that was just very strange to me, and I I'm, I, I harbor that, you know, um, and maybe I'm guilty of doing what what I'm talking shit on, but uh, I'm not necessarily talking shit on, but. Um, that's something that I just found was incredibly weird to say to me. And, yeah, I uh, definitely think that it's a just if you're going to say that, don't say it to the person you're talking about. Maybe run it by someone else. Um, but to yeah. play devil's advocate, I do feel that grandchildren have a very different effect on parents than their actual kids do. Um, like my dad. What, never, what, what do you mean? Why, why do you think that is? I don't know why it is. I can't understand it, but I can tell you my dad was not a, my stepdad. I'm just going to call him my dad. My real dad died when I was nine months old in a drunk driving accident because he's a fucking moron. So 
If I say dad, I'm talking about my stepdad. He's been my dad since I was like four, so he's my dad yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. But no, my dad was an over-the-road truck driver, so I didn't see him a lot growing up. Um, and I, when he was around, he was kind of doing things, you know, that he had to do around the house, or he was, you know, running errands or whatever he had to do that was, you know, fatherly things. We all understand that. And so, like, I don't remember a single time of, like playing with my dad like we never had the catch we've never had like a heart-to-heart -heart, like none of that kind of stuff he's like this stone wall of emotionless void and so but with my son with noah he's like running around the yard with him he's playing with him on the swing set he's we were there for fourth of july he's like doing fireworks with him holding him like in I'm not jealous. Yeah. Like, don't, don't I don't want to sound jealous, but it is interesting. No. And it's like, why didn't I get that childhood? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why well, didn't I, I mean, have that? From an outsider's perspective, like, I guess if they don't deal with the same things that you and I deal with, they could say that, hey, you just want the best for your kid, right? That's what every parent wants. Well, yeah, I and do, but just, it would have been nice, if, if, you know? Yeah, if 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 that just adds to, to to my kid having it better than me, then, you know, that's that's cool you know at some point right like people who have been abandoned by either or parent um they eventually find their own way to get over it or to deal with it or you know um and i think having having salem really helps with that so like what i missed out on you know i make sure to provide for him and absolutely maybe yeah that's just another way that he gets he gets something that i didn't have so i guess we'll in my case we'll just never know but say all i know now is just salem's just surrounded by love and and um you know, I, that's all anyone ever wants. I know my dad so. regrets not being around. I know that for sure. Um, I, he's told Elsa that he won't tell me that we've, like I said, we've never had like an, an in-depth, like emotional conversation. Um, is that just because like your dad's just a manly man? He just, yeah, absolutely. He he's just like this, like I said, he's like a wall of stone. Like I've never, Yeah. the only time he gets emotional is if he's mad which is very like fifties dad type of shit. But uh, yeah, that's like the only emotion I've seen him have. I seen it. I saw him cry one time at his dad's funeral. My grandpa, that was the only time, um, mm. like my basic training, graduation, high school, graduation, any of that stuff. He's just good job, son. Proud of you. Kind of like never anything outrageous. You know what I mean? Like it's very, I don't know how to describe it. It's very weird. Um, and I try to not be that for Noah. I try to show him that you can have emotion. Like I never tell him like, don't cry. I've never said those words to him and I never will. I don't ever want yeah. him to feel like, dude, I can't cry. I'm telling you like the honest truth. I can't do it. And I have no idea why I just, I, no, nothing makes me cry. And I don't understand why. Nothing, nothing, nothing makes you cry. No, I can't do it. I just can't cry. It's, it's very weird. Uh, have you watched the movie? up you fucking psychopath nothing nothing oh, i can get teary-eyed but i'm not like there's no tears running down my face fucking game? you think this is a fucking game <laughs> you think the, you think the movie up is a fucking game i'm sorry i just can't do it man i don't know what it is it's very weird um <laughs> i chalk it up to the whole boys don't cry thing that my dad told me no, in no, all no, my no, life no, no, dude okay you ever watch naruto no i have not sorry dude get sent there and you're gonna fucking cry bro guarantee i mean i can like like i said i can Dude, watch like a sad video watch fucking coco you never watched the movie fucking coco. i have watched coco a bunch of times it doesn't make me cry i don't cry you didn't cry at the end when, when okay when the, uh, you know what i cried in i am sam 
I cried at I Am Sam. The movie with uh, Sean Penn. Have you seen it? Oh, you do cry, you little fucking pussy. <laughs> oh, see what I'm saying? No, I'm not going to cry anymore. Because you <laughs> said that. <laughs> no, it's it's very weird. It's hard for me to cry. I will say that. Um, this okay, is not fair. the episode it was supposed to be. I think we're going to have to redo the beginning. Because uh, it's turned into like a dad reminiscing thing, and it's not really like about setting boundaries. We've barely talked about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I don't, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> we went on like a like tangent. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't set a boundary for, for my Aunt Sharon. You know, I didn't, I didn't set a boundary for her. I didn't we really should have it, rehearsed you know? this episode. <laughs> we really should have talked yeah. to her beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, hey, but it's free. It's free. So That's you can true. fucking deal with it. Yeah. Well, did we really mess up? Maybe. Did we cover the topic? I don't know. A little Maybe. bit. <laughs> No, we, we're going to get to boundaries uh, right now, actually. We still have a little bit of time. I think an hour is a good amount of time for an episode. People will listen to that. Um, yeah. So back to boundaries again. So I know that my mom was down a few weeks ago. Um, and one thing I've always felt weird to say to relatives is, don't kiss my kid on the mouth. Because I, I, I feel like I shouldn't have to say it. But I, I, I've told her straight up, I told her and my aunt, I was like, look, there's like, I've seen some crazy stuff online about kids that get kissed on the mouth and then they're in the hospital or they're like on their deathbed. And so yeah. don't kiss my kid on the mouth. I did not anywhere near his mouth. If you want to kiss his forehead or his cheek or something, but don't kiss his mouth. Just, and it's, it felt weird telling my mom what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think like, my mom's done that sometimes too. She always like asks me, you know, what, what, uh, if it's okay. For, yeah. My mom's good about that now to do this and that, you know, cause I told her at the beginning, like right when we had Salem. So I guess this is starting to cover the cop, the topic that we were talking about. Um, A bit, yeah. you know, I, I told her like, Hey, make sure, you know, I know you're watching our son during the day and while we're working and I appreciate that, but make sure to let us know, you know, wherever you guys are going to go or um, oh yeah how definitely he's doing or anything like that okay, if you need to go to the grocery store i know you're an adult and you got stuff you need to do but please let us know like shoot us a text hey is it okay if we go to the grocery store hey is it okay if we go to the park you know hey is it okay if we go pick up my medication some you know just whatever it is um she's been very good about not taking that person well also i know your I, wife and i know that she has read and watched a lot of true crime stuff so she's probably cautious because yeah, of that as yeah. well and that's the same reason that i'm very cautious about Noah or JJ being out and about is I'm always looking around. I'm always watching people like making sure nobody's following us. And it sounds paranoid, yeah. but you know, I mean, I'd rather be overly paranoid than be relaxed. And my kid goes missing. You know what I mean? No, it's funny that you mentioned the, um, mouth kissing stuff, right? Because th that's, that was a whole like side of family. Like, I guess, love or approach that i didn't know growing up because my mom we would always just kiss on the cheeks yeah i never still do to this day yeah. and uh so britney's family their whole family bro every single person in the family they're all mouth kissers oh all, all of them that's so weird. so it's a different world i'm I, sorry I Brittany, but that is so strange <laughs> like well I it's weird though <laughs> so, because like for me with salem when i tell him to give me a smooch we also we just kiss on the on the mouth, you know. It's not it's not like an open mouth, like oh yeah, well, but it's yeah, just a but, cute little innocent. But peck, you adults, you know? and it's different because it's my son. It's like I can kiss his cheeks all day. Sure, don't get me wrong, but um, I don't know. It's but weird. if my Maybe son was twenty five, I'm not gonna kiss him on the mouth. 
No, no, no. Maybe I've been converted. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm a mouth kisser now, but I don't think so. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's weird. It, it's kind of like that. It, I don't want to make it that scenario where you're like you, you say, hey, what's up, dude? And you're meeting somebody for the first time and they go in for like, you know, a fist bump and you go in for the handshake and then y'all just met with like this weird like kiss. thing. Uh, I feel like if somebody was try, like one of her family members was trying to kiss me on the mouth and I went for the cheek, it would just be something that would have to be talked about and addressed. Right yeah. It's like the next scene. You're all just sitting down. Like, so Austin, we're a family of mouth kissers. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're doing grace. They're like, uh, you know, can we talk about, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for this meal, you know, so on and so forth. And please convert Austin to be a mouth kisser. Or, you're, or worse happened, or worse. You're all sitting there and they're, the, they're like, so we're going to have a family meeting real quick. And I'm not going to say any names. But someone here thinks yeah. it's weird to kiss on the mouth. And you're just looking around like, uh, that's pretty obviously me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I've been converted, you know, like I, I don't I don't really care anymore. But I think that's 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 a good, you know, topic topic to touch on is that like, yeah, you you told your mom straight up like that's that's something that I can't do. It's not easy. You know, it's definitely story. like kind of it's intimidating because like you like I said, you don't want to tell your parents what to do. That's I mean, right. We're white, but we're not that white. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it seems odd to me, but... Um, I think it that is. and just... Okay, so back to my dad really quick. So my dad is like 100% willing to spank a child and has like, mm. does not care. And so will be like at his house like we were at his house maybe when noah was like two so maybe like a year and a half ago and there's like a lake at the he was staying in an rv park he works on the pipeline so he moves a lot so he lives in an rv because that way he can just hook it up and go to the next job or whatever so the right. rv park he was staying at he got a good spot there was a lake behind him we would fish there go throw rocks in the water whatever you do um and Noah, we threw rocks in the water and he wanted to keep doing it. And I'm like, okay, bud, like, we're going to go sit up here and visit with Peepaw for a bit. And then, you know, then we're going to leave. And so he kept running back to the water. So I would get up and chase him, bring him back, you know, cat and mouse back and forth kind of thing. Sure. And so my dad kept saying, like, if you keep it up, Peepaw's going to whoop your butt, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just burped into the microphone. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> no, I was going to ask you. So you like burped and in his face or something? yeah like that's burped and i blew it in his face and that's how you assert dominance in my family <laughs> no um uh he kept saying like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna whoop your butt or whatever and i'm like and me and elsa both were like no you're not like you're not gonna do we don't do that so you're not gonna do that why do you and, and it's like yeah. why is that your go-to why is that the first thing you want to do why do you want to hit a child so badly well i think like when you bring a child up if you're if you're hitting them right they be, they they are used to that as being their form of punishment. Whereas like, if I tell Salem to go to the corner, that's like the end of the fucking world for him. Yeah, of so, course. You know, and, and I think that maybe that's, I don't know, slip of the tongue on his part or something like that. Maybe just no. to get him to stop doing it. But I think that's sick that both of y'all were like, yo, you got to fucking chill. <laughs> like you're not going to do it or we'll leave right now. Basically is what we yeah. told him because like, yeah, I don't want my kid to be like that. I was whooped by him as a child and it sucks, dude. Like it sucks to be like, I don't want my kid to fear me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
Like, I never want him to be able to, afraid to tell me something because he's like, well, he's going to, he's going to beat my ass. You know what I mean? Like, I never yeah. want that. I want my kid, like, if my kid does something bad, I want him to be feel confident to come to me and be like, you gotta, hey, yeah. I did this. Like, let me get my punishment because I know I'm not going to be beat with a belt. You know what I mean? You got to rule by, like my mom says, she, she would rule us by fear. Uh, I'm not scared of many people in this world. I don't <laughs> give a shit. I'm not scared, but i know like i was always scared of my mom not in the fact that like she would hit me or do anything like that you know she never did that and i mean well i take that back one time she tried to do that with my brother and i we were like 13 or something like that and we just started laughing and that was the end of that you were the worst child ever i hate that (laughs) but 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 uh no she would do things like take away you know just ground us for weeks on end like yeah that was I my made, punishment when I, I got older dude if i made a c on a progress report right not a report card report card a is final c? Right? progress report is just yeah a c if i made a c i was grounded until the report card came out which Jesus. was like three weeks and i wouldn't have any tv i couldn't go outside i couldn't do anything on the computer bro it sucked so i was way more afraid of that and like my mom's reactions to anything else because she could just take away things at the drop of a hat like what yeah, am i gonna she's do she's gone you know like she's i would gone. much rather and none of this sounds stupid right but i would much rather just get hit and get it over with yeah um, but see if that, if that, my thing was i would get i would get my ass beat and then also be grounded afterwards so it was like a it, double dude. whammy yeah <laughs> Um, and my mom did the whole well when your dad gets home kind of thing so you're just miserable all day like waiting for that and then my dad would say the the stereotypical like this hurts me more than it does you I'm like well then we don't have to do it if it hurts you so bad we can just stop it now we haven't done anything we can just go back a bit we can talk about this yeah I can just turn around we can talk about it real quick we don't have to do any of this stuff this was your idea what do you mean it hurts you more that's you funny. sadist <laughs> like what the hell yeah. um but yeah. no i think that speaking up to your parents and telling them like hey i'm raising my kid this way you're not going to treat my son or my daughter this way uh is difficult absolutely it's hard to do um and it's mm-hmm. it's always awkward right after because like especially if like everybody's like having a good time and they like say it and you're like no 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 you're not gonna do that then it's like you know everyone's like kind of awkward now right i wouldn't say like you know because yeah like like you said that puts you in an awkward position you don't want to be the 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 needle that deflates the party you know like you don't want to to do all that but at the same time like you got to stick up for what you feel is right for your kid and also you got to think about Um, how your kid feels well yeah and your kid you know if if they're you know old enough they're going to remember that they're going to remember that you stuck up for them, mm-hmm. you know? So, and they may not remember it right away, but you know, they'll, they'll, uh, that will be stuck with them and say, Hey, like my mom stood up for me or my dad stood up for me or whatever. Like it, I, I would appreciate that as a kid. Um, but also like, if you're scared of, of what the entire family would say, and you feel like you're just cornered at that moment, you might not have a very good family. Yeah. You know? Maybe like, don't spend as much time with them. <laughs> yeah you know you might want to just spend time with like your inner circle and your own little family and maybe maybe if that's healthier for you and your family and your kid you know like yeah i would definitely say do that because there's been moments where Brittany and i um have been like you know hey let's just do 
Thanksgiving at our house. You know, let's just do Christmas at our house Mm -hmm. for specific reasons, really, that that uh, I won't delve into um, unless I want to add those to the people that I want to hide this episode from. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I think protecting what you're trying to do as a parent is incredibly more important than meeting the needs and making things less awkward for the rest of your family that you don't spend a lot of time with. And I also think that um, not just your children, but if it's detrimental to your mental health or just your feelings in general, Mm-hmm. Don't, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with cutting toxic people out of your life, family, blood, whatever, friends. If they're not good for your life, then cut, get rid of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah, want to surround absolutely. yourself with people that are going to push you. You know what I mean? Get you into stocks and get you uh, to your to be the next Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and if your family's not doing that, then stay away from them. <laughs> yeah, dude. If, if they're not trying to help you get that bag if they're not they're hustling and grinding they're against you for sure if they're not up at 6 a.m running three miles and then coming home at 6 30 a.m to take a shower don't hang out with them you think this is a game you think this is a game? you think this is a fucking game it's not a game this is your life Okay. But I also will say, I thought of a funny situation where like, if you did need to set a boundary, like what if you did it like as you're leaving, like instead of doing it like, in front oh, of yeah. them, like, okay, well I'll see you guys later. By the way, I don't whip my kid, please. <laughs> like leaving the room as you're saying, they're like, wait, what did he say? Oh, then everybody's going to talk about you at that yeah. point. I'd rather them talk about me in my face. God you know, forbid, you for- God forbid you forgot your keys and you got to go back in there after you said that. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I left my leftover plate in there. You know what? We'll just push the car. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just push. Man, imagine that. That would suck. Yeah, dude, that would suck. Oh, my God. Um, no, I yeah, definitely but, I think mean, it's, if, it is hard. If, if you think about, like, you know, people that you don't necessarily spend a lot of time with and, you know, maybe maybe they've said something awkward to you or something to that effect, like, and you won't see them often, I think, you know, you will eventually be that person that everyone comes over to their family, you know, for, for family events, it, why not just start it now? You know, you know what? I'm, I'm like, glad you brought that up, Austin, because you said something last week. And so I don't think we're going to be able to hang out anymore. <sighs> Sorry. You think, you think this is a fucking game? <laughs> this, you is your, this, game? this is your like slogan for this episode. Where did this come from? <laughs> it is. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. I like it. It's good. Um, no, like, um, yeah. So, I mean, you're invited still, if you want to come, what did, what did I say? No, I'm just kidding. I was just making a joke because you were like, if anybody I says know. anything, I know you were. I know you were. Okay, well, you're confusing me with your. I know you were trying to say now. nothing to me. <laughs> I just think that you know setting boundaries is definitely difficult to do. Um, and so if but you got to think about your kid. You got to think about your how long how how far are you gonna let it go? You know what I mean? Yeah, how long yeah, are you that, gonna deal with it before you blow up? Instead of keeping it inside, just bring it up now. Right. That's important to hit, you know, because even if you don't uh, address it, you know, now or or anything like that, like if it happens again, uh, there's no timeline. Just as long as you, you know, deal with it the best way you feel you could deal with it, you know, address it, take some time. But you got to think, too, they're not going to change until you say something. You can't expect them to. It's like the other day I made dinner. Right. And Elsa and I were eating and she's like, and I was like, I don't remember. It was chicken something. Uh. And uh she i was like is it do you like it is it good and she's like 
she like you know did like the i don't want to hurt your feelings it's not as good as it could be kind of thing and i was like well tell me now because i'm gonna make it like this again next time so like if you say it's not good if it's you say it's good now i'm gonna keep making it like this so like if it's something you then don't she like just about it, out a list right yeah and then she like whipped out like a scroll and was like well it needs this 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 and this and this and then, no she was like it needs more pepper and i was like that seems excessive but okay i will do it hey i'm with her man the spicier the better no absolutely not you're tripping bro my mom yeah. was a very bland cooker um and so that's why i'm like what i grew up on i ate a lot of lima beans as a kid okay yeah oh my god all right let's end it there let's end this uh episode there <laughs> let's just no end more. the podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's not my choice man she made them i just ate them do you still eat them right now no of course not i don't even know it's not like it's not it's like a comfort food for you no my comfort food is uh barbecue chicken and macaroni and cheese that's my comfort food Oof. what baby, baby 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 that sounds good oh i, I thought you were judging that. me in a bad no, way no 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 who the fuck doesn't like that it's also very I mean, easy to make if you have a george foreman like vegans yeah, yeah, yeah i don't yeah. think vegans care for it because it's like everything uh, they can't have yes no i mean there's you know what i'm sure there's vegan uh barbecue chicken and vegan macaroni and cheese no problem that does not sound good to find it have you ever had vegan cheese yeah it's good it's not well you've had the wrong vegan cheese i guess so i had a vegan pizza one time and it was not very good uh i have not had a vegan pizza but i would not be opposed to trying it because i do like pizza me too that's really cool i also enjoy the italian dish of pizza I really wanted to see how long you were going to let that silence go on. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian dish. Um, the Italian cuisine. Yeah. So, uh, but don't like, don't beat yourself up. Like touching back on that. Don't beat yourself up if you didn't, you know, yes, talk about it. Yeah, then. Cause, Cause I'm kind of, I'm kind of guilty of that myself, but I've learned to kind of just let that go. Like whatever, you know, I, I expressed it already. I talked about it. I think this talking about it now will just help me get rid of it. You know, mm -hmm. so thank you for listening to me and uh, bringing this out. Because I think um, talking about it to your significant other, you know, um, that helps uh, kind of, you know, because your significant other is always going to have your back. They should always have your back. Yeah, that's right? what I was so, going to say. That's somebody um, on your team. But telling it to a yeah. anonymous group of strangers, more or less, um, and just getting it off your chest with someone they getting it off your chest with someone you know is not going to judge you is very different than getting right. it off your chest with a group of people who are like gonna talk about you now <laughs> that are gonna be like <laughs> what a pussy yeah. or whatever <laughs> you yeah. know i i will i i don't know if i'll eventually um muster up the strength to talk to her about that i i just i don't know maybe if i see her again in person or something <laughs> like that but i feel like that's making something about me that you know i don't, I don't know i don't know i don't know I don't know either. Maybe I mean, this can, episode was meant for me. Maybe. Maybe that's why I planned it. Because so, Brittany told me about this and she was like, we need dude. to help Austin. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. That's yeah. not what happened. <laughs> no, but I think like, you know, just take take your time with it. However you feel it helps settle that, um, you know, that feeling inside of you that you have. There's no wrong time to do it. You know, I, I may have misspoke earlier when I said, you know, it may be awkward to do it four five six months later but it's never awkward to talk about how you feel um you know at least it shouldn't be for you it may be for them but hey they put you through that scenario and you've been holding on to it so just talking about it helps um and whoever wants to listen but most importantly it's it's important to 
to tell the person who made you feel that way. Um, and that's something that I got to work on too in, in this instance, because obviously this happened, you know, almost three years ago. And it's something that I, that I still think about, not necessarily on a daily basis, but something that still follows me and still sticks in my head. It's just a weirdo thing to say, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you don't tell people that something they're doing is hurting you or bothering you, then, you know, they're just going to continue doing it. And so that's how you get to a point of no return, really, if you're not bringing it up and then they just keep doing it, then it gets to a point where it's like, well, if I bring it up now, then it's like, if it feels like it's too late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Also a disclaimer really quick. If you heard a bunch of noise clattering around a minute ago, my headphones died. Um, and so obviously we edit out the part where I told Austin my headphones died, but, uh, my headphones <laughs> died. And so I was trying to find my other headphones. And so there's a bunch of noise. So I'm sorry. You heard that noise. <laughs> I don't know if it picked it up because my headphones are dead. Couldn't hear anything. Um, but uh, I think that's a pretty good place to stop. I think um, we covered the story that we wanted to cover. Uh, we told a couple of personal stories. Uh, talked a lot about mm-hmm. politics. Um, mm-hmm. and, probably uh, too much. Probably, yeah. A little too much. Might uh, might have your friend cut some of that out because there's quite a bit of stuff we talked about that's not really relevant at all. Uh, yeah, but... Uh... You know, reach out to us if, if anything we talked about, you know, sparked something in you. If you agreed with it, if you disagreed with it, uh, shoot us a message, let us know, um, and we'd be happy to talk about that. Um, I think it's always important to hit feedback, you know, whether it's positive or negative. <clears throat> I don't want to say anything that may, you know, obviously offend somebody or trigger somebody. Yeah, definitely. So, um, and uh, we can always come back to talking about boundaries if somebody else has a story. Uh, that they want us to talk about we can get you know if enough people tell us about stuff we can always come back to this and tell their stories and you know give our advice and our insight on it um i think we should do uh if we do do boundaries again we should have maybe at least three or four stories that we uh want to touch on and want to tell yeah um so if that's something that you guys want to hear about again definitely we will leave the politics part out next time i promise i don't know how that happened this time but uh yeah we'll we'll touch on you guys' stories if that's what you want us to talk about and then if you have any topics specifically that you would like to hear us talk about uh send those our way too because we have a list but obviously we want that list to grow because there's like six things on there so what if we did a uh an entire episode where we just played the sounds of our uh kids like toys that they have oh i think the other parents would love they've probably never heard those toys um they're probably all different toys they don't have any of the same ones yeah i I mean tell me what this one is then what was was that the noise was yes. that was that the toy? It sounded like you hit a jar of pennies. Okay, well, um, is Salem playing with a jar of pennies? Oh, Do you guys you know, know what? Toys hang on, him? hang on. Uh, it's it's a t- it's a T Rex. Okay. Oh, nice. I just pulled him out of the bowl of water, so I'm not sure if he's broken. Uh, could be. Does it make noise? Does it like roar and stuff? Well, it's probably not going to work now because it's in the water. Yeah, uh, it does. Um, Did so it's yeah. Yeah, Noah's ruined quite a few trucks that make noise by uh, making them bath time toys. Amen to that, brother. Which is weird, because I told him they're not bath time toys, and he didn't seem to understand that. He didn't accept that boundary. No, kids are weird. You know, kids like to do what they like to do, so... um, Yeah, I think... um, That's probably a good place to stop. We're sort of rambling at this point. Um... Uh, next week, I think it would be... I know we talked about doing something different, but I think next week it would be important to cover co-sleeping. 
um, mm. if you agree with that, because um, uh-huh. we did want we did present this as a podcast for new parents as well, and we should tell them stay away, <laughs> don't do it, dude. Yeah, you we've will had a regret lot it. of advice given to us that we threw out the window because of how cute these kids this are. This is not the one to throw away. No, co sleeping so, is yeah, a curse. Uh, <laughs> So I'm excited about that episode because I'm going to do some um, some research and some uh, kind of, uh, I guess, some experimenting of my own here in our own household. And I'm going to get I'm going to I'm going to have to report back to you guys. And so I'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, obviously, you will, too. Yes. And, and how, it, you know, it's going for you all. So I think this will be really something cool that a lot of people can can uh, either take some hard hard advice from as a new parent. <laughs> Or they or, can ignore. Uh, maybe they're and... trying to do it the same way, yeah. or dealing with the same thing, and try what we're trying. Because I'm gonna, I'm just trying what you're trying. So, dude, it it works, but it's hard to stick to sometimes. Uh, but we'll get into it next sure. week. We'll tell you guys what what I do, and uh, you know the research I've done on it, and how it works, and like the steps and stuff. So if you are co sleeping right now with a kid, then uh, hopefully you can break out of it and not be doing that anymore. Or if you're not co sleeping no. yet, don't do it. Please remember to follow us um, on Instagram at Hiding in the Garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're just trying to boost what we can, our outreach. Um, you know, tell someone about Hiding in the Garage. Tell a friend about Hiding in the Garage. That's what it is. Tell Not that friend. you're hiding in the garage, but about our show. No, just tell a friend. Yeah, Tell exactly. a friend about it. That's the best thing you can do is spread the word, tell a friend. And also, uh, maybe we'll have a little surprise for you guys pretty soon about telling a friend Ooh, about the yeah, show. Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Yeah. Who knows? Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we do appreciate that. Um, also, if you listen on Anchor or if you go on our Anchor page, there's a little button for um, voice messages. And you can actually send us a voice message if you have a story you want to tell or if you just want to say, hey, you guys suck or whatever, you can do it there. Um, uh, because we're not on Apple Podcasts yet. Is there a way to like play those back? Live. Yeah, we can do that, I think. Um, Badass, let's go. I can probably do it from my iPad, if anything, if I can't do it from my phone. or Actually, no, I can probably do yeah. it from my phone. I don't know, we'll figure it out. We'll do it, we'll do it. Definitely. Um, and yeah, we can answer them, and then you guys can tell your story, and then, you know, it's kind of like a call-in sort of thing. Uh, and so, yeah, we, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> it was a weird outro. Later. See ya.